Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another big Going Greyhound show. What a week it was Greyhound racing wise across the uh, the eastern states, of course, in Victoria on, on Saturday, we saw the big three group ones, the Temley, Rookie, Rebel, and also the Zoom Top, a wonderful night down there. Wow, she's fast, enhancing her already great reputation with uh, a terrific win in the Temley, of course, closer to home. Stagger out, Lee, wonderful win in the Zoom Top. We'll get to chat with her trainer, uh, Jack Strutt, very shortly, no doubt. He, we, he will be a very happy man, and then... Of course, on Sunday, we saw three heats of the, the Bulleye Gold Cup. So, massive weekend in Greyhound Racing, but as far as from a New South Wales perspective, the highlight was Stagger Out Lee winning the Group 1 Zoom Top at the Meadows on Saturday night. Away and racing. Corborn Magic away okay. Quarter went out fast from the middle. He's going to come across and take the lead over Stagger Out Lee, whose lead is back early. A length and a half away to Corborn Magic, then Mapunga Ruby. There by three, then to Ariane Bell. Three lengths more ain't Susie. Ritzer Piper and Zarbell letting it all unfold. Under a lap to go, it'll unfold. Under a lap to go and quarter the leader. Goes to the city side, leading by... Goes to the city side, leading by four lengths to Corborn Magic, getting past Stagger Out Lee. And they're three lengths then to Mapunga Ruby. Well back Ariane Bale. And then Maureen Susie. It's quarter the leader. Corborn Magic a length away. And now look at Stagger Out Lee, the Sandown Cup champs. Just let loose turning. Stagger Out Lee stormed up. Hit the lead. Sold away. Stagger Out Lee won the zoom top by two. Maureen Susie. How about her run second? Third Corborn Magic. And then Mapunga Ruby. Followed by quarter. Well back Ariane Bale. Yes, that was Stagger Outley brilliantly taking out the Group 1 Zoom Top of the Meadows on Saturday night. We're joined by her trainer now, Jack Strutt. Good morning to you, Jack. Morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Firstly, massive congratulations to you. How have the celebrations been since Saturday? Yeah, pretty tame. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a good run. Good win. Yeah, my word. It was... Um, I guess with her, we've seen her in particularly in recent times get a long way back and come with a, a massive run. You must have been very, very confident when you saw her up there second going through the first turn. Yeah, um, pretty confident. Like um, jumping like that, she takes luck out of it. She's been pretty unlucky the last few weeks, but um, yeah, normally when she begins as good as that, she's not as strong home. So um, you know, still not as easy to watch. And as far as the, the race itself was concerned, obviously she jumped second. She was in front of pretty much most of her main rivals. But then sort of going out of the straight through the catching pen, Corball Magic was able to rail up underneath of her. At what stage of the race did you did you then think, oh, hang on, we're, we're going to, to win another Group 1? Um, probably turning for home and once she got to the outside. Um, yeah. Um, you know, nothing was really going to come from behind her. She just needed to get a clear way around. And, and yeah, I think um, Susie rattled home pretty late. But, um, yeah, no, turning for home, I sort of thought um, she pretty much had it in the bag. And we spoke last week about the, the fact that she won the, the Group 1 Bowl Trees back in November last year. And, and since then, she, she'd been racing well without probably a lot of luck and... I asked you if it was a little bit frustrating. I guess 
even if you did have frustrations through that period, I guess they were all just alleviated. Winning that the group one last week, how special is it for you now to to have one, two group ones with her, and then also how important is it for her to to have that second group one on her CV? Yeah, it means a lot, really. Like um, getting the second one. I think like the most frustrating part really last few weeks is knowing that that's how well she can begin and and she hadn't been type thing. But yeah, no, the, the second one, um, yeah, that's no, been good. And just talk us what it means to you. Obviously, haven't been training uh, too long. Um, did you ever expect that you'd be able to get a Group One quality dog? And then secondly, to to actually have a have a greyhound now that has won two Group Ones. No, nah, definitely not. Like, um, yeah, they're very hard to come by, especially the stayers. And, um, you know, have a group class stayer this early on is just, yeah, it's um, been real lucky. And plans with her now going forward, heats of the, the Fanta Bale Super Stayers. This week, do you head back to the Meadows with her? And then following that, uh, where will we expect to see her? Uh, yeah, I'll be heading back down there this week and um, after that we'll probably look at sending her over to Perth for the Galaxy. I guess that's the, the beauty with, with a greyhound like her. She's she's had so much travel. Um, obviously where you're located there near Wagga, whether she goes to, to Melbourne or comes up to Sydney, uh, she is travelling most, most times she goes to the races. So how do you think she'll handle the... The trip to Perth, it is a, a, a little bit on the, the different side and it's such a long way to go, but do you think all that travel will hold her in good stead uh, going across the Nullarbor? Yeah, I think it will. Like, it'll be a first flight type thing, but um, yeah, she's, she's real laid back, so I don't think it'll worry too much. And um, If we can get her over there early, she should have plenty of time to settle in and hopefully get a trial around there and everything. And, and yeah, no, she should handle it fine. Yeah, well, she's she's doing a really good job of it at the moment. I think I looked last week, and she's I think she's raised fifteen consecutive weeks. So um, some would say that she's an iron dog, and it's a, a terrific uh, training performance as well by you. So congratulations on her win there at the Meadows on Saturday night. I'm sure she's going to be a big player throughout that Fanabale Superstayer series through the Galaxy Association Cup, and then of course culminating. With the 7.15 in May, it's going to be a big couple of months for you, Jack, and we wish you all the best. Yeah, thanks for that. Cheers. There's Jack Strutt, who prepared Stagger Out Lee to take out the Group 1 Zoom top at the Meadows on Saturday night and probably making a a really strong case to say that she's the number one staying uh, greyhound in the country now, of course, with the, the two Group 1s in the past couple of months. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Georgia Howard, who's got Can't Handle It qualified for the Bulleye Cup this weekend. Skipped breakfast, Glenn on the line. I was at Cogger one day, yeah. you scored the longest try. Now, a friend of mine, Brad Mackay, goes, all right, he played 5-8 this day. Love, Brad. You, you sidestepped bloody Brad, you went 80 metres. Do you remember that? <laughs> you tested my memory, buddy, I can't. Mate, I remember. <laughs> Before the game started, I used to watch you and Mal and Belcher passing the ball to each other, and I thought, Jesus, I've got this for synchronisation. Yeah, <laughs> nah. We were pretty good when that team was all rolling you around. Beat us you beat Last you question, Glenn, you very Glenn, fast. Glenn, take Lawson's number. Can you two talk? <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> no, no, my, my bread's up. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio.
Today's Racing, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Bigger battle, mini, mini, money, more in flower. You're the chosen Introducing the striking Kia range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. for the most exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch, always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And missing it off the centre was Cumbria Mal. Winning it in the centre was Police Keeper. Going with it early, more grunt. And now Rebel Garth works up. Can't handle it. Back to the inside. Three lengths away. Trucky Bill, a break. Rockstar Rampy. Cumbria Mal and Bell Toller. Rebel Garth found the lead. Three in front of Can't Handle It. Police Keeper and Trucky Bill as they turn. It's still Rebel Garth, the leader. Can't Handle It trying to pick it up on the inside with Police Keeper. But Rebel Garth wins the first heat from either Can't Handle It or Trucky Bill the outside. Between and Rockstar Rampy Peacekeeper a break in the field then came Cumbria Mal yeah, that was seat number one of the Group 2 Bulleye Gold Cup there on Sunday and can't handle it who finished second in that heat. Qualifying for the final this week, we're joined by his trainer now, Georgia Howard. Good morning to you, Georgia. Good morning, Matt. Uh, firstly, well done to you on, on getting him through to the, uh, the Bulleye Cup final. What did you make of his performance there on Sunday? Yeah, he probably seemed a little bit flat coming off that 26 dead run on Tuesday. So you kind of tell, by the way, you just missed the kick a little bit. Um, but he, he missed the kick. He had to weave through the field and he got to the rails, but just got a little bit of a check by Rebel Garth as he tried to rail up and um, just got spat back a little bit, lost momentum. But, you know, it was still a fair run. It was a good run. He still made the heat. That's the, uh, still made the final. That's the main thing. So, you know, it's all about next week. Yeah, absolutely, and and going into next week, um, the box draw uh, has come out. He's got the same draw as he did in his heat. Does that hold a, a few little reservations? Obviously, he was just a touch slow to begin the other day, or what do you think that'll help him um, coming from the same draw this week? Uh, it'll be good for the experience. The, the dog likes to see a track first up, fresh, fresh things kind of thing, but... He does struggle a bit on that first line to begin. He always loves the second line boxes, so I would have preferred the you know the two, four, six, or eight. Um, that would have been perfect. But yeah, he's got a good dog drawn on the outside of him, which I think will be very hard to hard to beat in Paula Bella. So um, he's got just speed to burn in those first two sections. So you know that proved last week. Yeah, well, that might be the advantage. He, if he, if he steps, uh, burns you off, he might be able to give you a nice run across going to that first corner. Obviously, it was his yeah. first look at Bulai last week where he ran very sharp time and then just on the quick backup, as you touched on, he might have been a, a shade flat there on Sunday. What do you do with him this week? Do you give him a bit of a quieter week and uh, get him fresh going into Sunday? Yeah, he'll just he'll rest up for the week. Just He'll go on his walking machine every, week, every day. He loves that. And just he does his own thing. That's just how he likes to train. So, you know, if it was a bit of a, you know, a longer, 
along a gap, he'd just have a slip up our straight, but yeah, it's a bit short turnaround, so we'll just keep him fresh for the week. And I assume if he was to be successful on, on Sunday in, in the Cup, it would be your biggest success as a, as, a, as, a, as a young trainer. What would it mean to you to, to take out a race like the Bulleye Gold Cup? Yeah, it's a bit of a surreal feeling, actually. Um, just going down in Sydney where there's a few good trainers that, you know, you've got to go down there and beat, you know, the likes of, you know, your Jason Magries and things like that. And, you know, for me to go down there on Tuesday and, you know, even just Tuesday winning a field, you know, a free-for-all field like that, that was a good field. Um, that was a thrill moment for me, you know, and then just making the Bulleye Gold Cup, it's just, you know, more icing on the cake and... You know, I'm only going back from, you know, probably two months ago where I got my first city winner on a Saturday night at Wenny. So, you know, it's a big achievement for me yeah. and also my dad. You know, he's a big part of the racing team. So you know, I learn everything from him. So, yeah, it's a good experience for both of us. Yeah, outstanding. And and post, post Sunday, what are the plans with him? I, I know, obviously, you're from the, the Hunter Valley and the Maitland Cups just around the corner with that be his his next step uh, following following Sunday. Yeah, the Maitland Cup um, that's in mind. Also, the Ultra Sense at Wenny. Um, so still a fifth grade on that Sunday night, having only the one win there. Um, so that'll be an aim too, and possibly you know if all pulls up well, and you know he runs a good race on Sunday, you know possibly looking at Richmond Derby too. Yeah, well, it's a, a nice little problem to have, I would have thought, with with plenty of these these good races coming up here in New South Wales uh, in the, yeah. the next couple of months, starting, uh, of course, with this Sunday, the Bulleye Cup. You also had a winner last night at Maitland uh, with Doing Time, who was terrific winning over the, the 5.65. What are the plans with him? Um, is he a chance to head to a race, perhaps like the Country Classic? Yeah, he's he's my old little battler these days. He's you know a bit over three now, but he you know raced in the in the Derby at Wenny last year, um, and yeah had a bit of an accident and um, come off with a couple of injuries that got the better of him. Had nine months off, so he's only just a you know a, you know probably every fortnight kind of proposition these days. You know, he lost about a half a second of his speed, so um, just to get him back to the track, it's a massive achievement. You know, just. I just took a bit of TLC and, um, yeah, for him to win, you know, we never thought he'd make it back to the track. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's found form again. He's racing with a bit more confidence. So I'll just keep him, you know, racing in his, you know, little fifth grades. And, you know, he hit a pathways at, um, at Wentworth Park and he ran a good race. So it's kind of those type of races for him these days. But I wish we could go for that because he, he did look like he was going to be, a, you know, a handy pup when he was younger. So... Yeah, well, that must that must have gave you great satisfaction with the injuries that you just touched on. That he's had to to be able to get him back into the winners list there last night. Yeah, well, he was my first winner as a trainer going back four months ago. Probably a little bit more now. Or, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's great to see him back in the winning circle, especially for the owner. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm sure he holds a, a special place in your heart. Well. All the very best uh, going into the Bulleye Cup this week, uh, of course, with Can't Handle It, and also all the best with him going forward, also with, with doing time as well. You made a terrific start to your training career, and we wish you well there on Sunday. No, thank you very much, Matt.
There's Georgia Howard who will have can't handle it going around in the Bulli Cup on Sunday and my word, he's a terrific chance, particularly with the, the early speed that he does possess. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Daniel Gatt about a couple of greyhounds in his kennel going forward. Today's Racing, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1800 858 858. Elders Kalara Feedlot Corindai Cup Day is on again. So get trackside for Corindai's Showcase Event of the Year. Help celebrate with a fantastic day of racing, Friday, February 17. It's a full tab meeting with eight races on the card and $500 in prize money up for grabs in the fashions on the field. Don't miss Elders Kalara Feedlock Corindai Cup Day, Friday, February 17 at the show course of country racing. Tickets at the gate or online at corindaijockeyclub.com.au. This slowdown song is to remind you that you're now entering a school zone and will need to slow down. A safety message from the Australian Road Safety Foundation. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter, plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio. Get more on tap at your local with the Tap app. Share every race with your mates live. Plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this. Go, go. This too. This. Silence go, you good thing. And inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, on double Baroque's come out last. Beginning well, Nando Banner. Charlie's Jar won the start, passing the winning post the first time. So Charlie's Jar in front of, leads the way by a couple of lengths. Nando Banner, Springview Hawk. They were followed by Double Baroque, who's starting to recover and really starts revving up wider on the track. And last of all is Redeem Our Cash. Down towards the top corner, it's Springview Hawk. Double Baroque's in hot pursuit. Then Charlie's Jar back to third. Around the bend, Springview Hawk in front. Double Baroque's getting stuck into its work now. Double Baroque, favourite wins. Double Baroque beat Springview Hawk and Charlie's Jar. Gap away in the field then came second to last Nando Banner. Redeem our cash last of all. It'll be a sub-30 timer. Yeah, that was Double Baroque taking out uh, a race at Wentworth Park on Saturday and it was his second win there uh, for last week and we're joined by his trainer now, Daniel Gatt. Good morning to you, Daniel. Hello, Matt. How are you going? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, big congratulations with Double Baroque, two wins in the week. It must have been pretty pleasing for you to see him do what he did. Yeah, it was fantastic. He's um, I, he's he's one of my favourites. He's he's not the best dog that I've ever had anything to do with, but he tries and he's strong as a ball. And he's a wide runner. He needs to be box wide and and get a clear run. And he's he's very strong. And uh, 
you just touched on the fact that he is a wide runner. He's he's had some pretty good luck with box draws in recent times, hasn't he? I think he's had box eight, five of his past eight or nine starts, a couple of box sevens in there. So um, it doesn't always work that way. So you must be you must be uh, thrilled that that's the way the the cards have fallen for you. Yeah, I'll take when I can get it. Uh, when it goes the other way, the runs go the other way too. So now I'm very happy. And uh, uh, even though he's got that terrific record from box eight, he's had five starts, four wins, and a placing. He's had two starts off the red, and uh, he hasn't missed a place uh, in either of those. So, do you feel even though he's he is better suited drawn out, it's not a massive thing if he does draw an inside box. Not massive, but he, he needs to negotiate his way out to the middle of the track. And if there's something coming down hard on him when he's trying to get there, well, that can be can go the wrong way. But um, no, he can still he can still win off a middle or, or an inside draw. But yeah, you just need you know you got to shut your eyes and go for the rosary beads and hope he gets to where he wants to be. <laughs> and you touched on the fact that he is very strong. So if he if he does get that unimpeded run drawing close to the rail. Um, generally, he's going to put himself into the race just with how powerful he is. Now, because of how strong he is, we have seen him go to 600 a couple of times at Dapto. He was a winner there uh, back in the early part of December. Do we see him step back up to the, the 600 metres uh, coming up? Of, of course, there it would be a big jumping grade for him, a race like the Country Classic, or were you tend to keep him to the 500 metres just with so many nice races coming up the next couple of months Yeah, no, I was actually going to go to uh, 600 on Thursday night at Dapto, not knowing that it was a final so I didn't go that way because he's in the final on Saturday night um, I wouldn't go for Dub I, don't, I honestly don't think he's up to that class um, If it was down the road I'd probably give him his chance, but yeah, to go all the way to Dubbo with... Uh, you know, you've got to be realistic, and uh, I don't think it, I don't think he's up to that class, to be honest. Yeah, it's a, a a long way to go to to I guess be as you touched on outclass. So we'll expect to see him step up to the six hundred closer to Sydney in the the next couple of weeks, and and then following that, um, do you think he he's a chance of being able to be a stay, or do you think six hundred meters might see him out? I'd hope he would, but if uh, I'd, if you put a gun to me head and asked me, I'd say no, he won't run 700. But um, you never know. You never know. I'll, g- I'll give him his chance. I'll, I'll put him up over 600 and see what he does, give him four or five starts. And if he shows... You normally know in their run homes if there's a- half a chance. And if he shows me something, I'll definitely give him his chance. But I don't think he will run it. I just... Oh, that's just me gut feeling. Yeah, so we'll see him at 600 and then uh, that'll paint the picture. Going forward with him, Windra All-Class, of course, won the National Futurity. Uh, going back three starts ago, she then uh, came back to Wentworth Park the following week, had little luck after a, a slowish start. When Mortified beat her, and then she was run down behind Aglan Luai. On Saturday, what do we? where will we see her next? Is, is, it, is she any chance of coming back a little bit, say, for a, a Maitland Cup? A, the Richmond Oaks, of course, is, is coming up... I, is is that the plan with her into an Easter egg? Yeah, 100%. Her target race, she'll go Richmond Oaks Easter egg. Um, I'll give her, I'm not going to race her this week. I'll give her a tr- another trial at Richmond. And um, I was absolutely delighted with the run the other night. I was disappointed in the result, but very happy with the run. 
especially a box manager. She's got back to sort of what she was early days when when I first sort of started trialling her. She was pinging the lids and running her first section. And, yeah, I was, I was very happy with uh, what she'd done early on the other night. Yeah, it's, it's hard to be too disappointed, I suppose, when you've, when you've run 29.67 yourself and, and just found one better. So um, it just shows that she's getting better, of course, her futurity when she only went 29. 86 so you know she's getting better and I guess that would give you confidence going forward towards races like the Oaks and the Easter egg that she is still on the improve yeah 100% she'll um if she runs a race like the other night she'll be um she'll she'll be very well suited to Richmond um and we know she loves Wenny she's actually never raced outside of Wenny so uh it'll be interesting to get to Richmond but she's already had a trial there and went well um and I'll give her another look on Thursday and yeah, we'll go from there. I think it's Friday week, the heats. Yeah, it is. And is, is she the sort of greyhound that does will improve each time she heads back there? I think so, yeah. I was, I was actually happy with the run, but everyone tells me that Richmond especially, you just improve off your first run there. So um, I sort of haven't had much to do with the new track, but um, no, I was, I was happy with the first run there. So I'll give her another a, a short run on Thursday. And uh, yeah, she'll be ready for Friday week. Yeah, beautiful, and I'm sure if she draws well, it probably doesn't really matter too much, actually, with her. Um, if she can begin like she, she did the other night, the box draw might not really matter with her because she stepped so fast, but I'm sure she'll be a major player uh, in that Oak series. Uh, just a couple of other runners in your kennel, leg speed. He's got so much ability, as he proved Adapto a few starts ago, but he just hasn't quite been able to put it all together at Wentworth Park. As yet, has he been a little bit frustrating for you? Very frustrating for me and the punters. Um, yeah, he's actually gone out for a spell. He's just yeah, he's just shown me a few signs that he needs a break. And um, yeah, he's gone out for a spell and we'll start again in a few months' time. But um, very frustrating. He actually goes really well at Wentworth Park in trials, but doesn't seem to put it all together on race night um so yeah very frustrating yeah i could imagine particularly when you saw what he could do race night when he won adapto a a few starts ago in very fast time you've also got a couple of uh younger dogs who look like promising stayers warm regards i think i asked you about him uh a while ago uh what what about uh sorry what about her where will we see her her next the winner of two of her six starts yeah, no, she she just went off the boil too, so I turned her out. They're both spelling them too, so um, they're just doing the right thing by them. They're only very young. Give them a bit of time, and, and uh, we'll have another crack with them in a few months' time. Beautiful. Well, I'll uh, make sure I keep my eye out when they're back at the races. Well, good luck uh, with both Double Baroque and Windra All Class in the next couple of months. I'm sure wherever you, you send them, they're going to be very competitive and... and um, particularly with Windra All-Class. I think she's going to be a major player over that Richmond Oaks Carnival in the the next couple of weeks. So all the best to you, Daniel. No worries. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. There's Daniel Gatt, who prepared Double Baroque to a winning Wentworth Park double last week. Of course, also has Windra All-Class, the Futurity winner, heading towards the Richmond Oaks, and then, by extension, the Golden Easter Egg, which isn't that far away. I think heats are only around... Five or six weeks from now, so it will be here before you know it. That wraps up Going Greyhounds this morning. The podcast will be up online early this afternoon. Till next week, take care and many winners.